The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In the Corner with Benny Mac, unfiltered. People are starting to see exactly who you really are, and you're a hypocrite. Uncensored. What he's trying to say is suplex city. And unforgiving. The only reason you are WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesday. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. And that's the bottom line, because a great one said so. Hello and welcome to In The Corner. I am, of course, Benny Mack, as the lovely voiceover man said, and joining me from across the pond as... Well, it's been a while, actually, but as per usual, I was going to say, Tyler, but uh, Tyler Peters joins me from across the pond as we set off t- on this uh, SummerSlam episode of In The Corner. Yeah, hey, I'm happy to be back. Uh, Benny, uh, it, like always, I mean, it's just a pleasure, man. It, it's a fun time. I can't wait to uh, talk some... SummerSlam. It's hard to believe we're already here. Yeah, it doesn't seem that long ago. Although, actually, do you know what? I say it doesn't seem that long ago, but actually, it's, if it, weirdly, WrestleMania feels a long time ago, but it's all, you know, obviously, SummerSlam being one of the bigger shows of the year, you always look forward to it, but it, it seems to have, uh, I don't know, about a month ago, it seemed ages away. Now it's here all of a sudden, but like WrestleMania almost feels like it was last year. No, it does. <laughs> Yeah, WrestleMania seems like it's it's been a uh, century. Maybe maybe that's uh, overanalyzing it, but it, it does. Uh, maybe not quite that long ago, but it, it does seem like more than just uh, however the period of time it's been. Uh, my math's not good. You're going to have to help me out. But it, <laughs> I mean, it's just it has seemed like it's it's faded into the sunset compared to hey, fast forward a hey, SummerSlams. Uh, what we've got coming up next. I'm actually quite looking forward to SummerSlam, to be fair. Uh, I will admit there was a few things. I said on uh, the episode on Wednesday that the few things that didn't quite... Um, I mean, I didn't go I didn't go too much into SummerSlam because I knew I was going to be talking to yourself for today's episode, so I didn't want to go too much into it. But there have been a few little things that have been like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, and I think I may be a bit bloodlined out a little bit. Not that I'm not enjoying it still, but it has been going, and I'm, you know, I'm hoping we're going to have some sort of closure or something, or... At least a you, clear you direction. You wanted to conclude at some point. Yeah, or maybe a clear direction of where it's going next, and maybe you know, because we don't know when it's going to end. And I'm, I'm maybe that's not. Maybe I'm not bloodlined out, but I'm just very much like eager for the next chapter. I guess is probably a better way of saying it. No, I, I'm with you. I, I've enjoyed the bloodline, and uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, the match between Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. I know we'll get to it, uh, but I, I feel you. It's just. There, no matter how uh, compelling a story is in any form of entertainment, including sports entertainment, it just there there can be some laurels, uh, you know, some of the the slower points and transitions, and it just uh, I don't know, it's uh, it's going to have to pick up or, like you say, have more of a direction because I'm I'm in agreement with you. I think sometimes you just can reach a point where you need to. Um to build the story up you need to sort of lay down the dark well so how i've always said it tyler is the star wars films like episode one two and three as in the newer ones not the original three that came out but 
Like episode one is, you know, people moan about Jar Jar Binks or whatever, but overall, I love the pod race and it was a good, it was a good movie. Attack of the Clones is something we had to sit through to get to Revenge of the Sith in order to lay out all this story. So, you know, I feel like we're in that sort of phase of the Bloodline story where we're laying out things to able to for it to make sense maybe in a month or two's time. I don't know. <laughs> maybe even longer. Um, well, and, and maybe even uh, Saturday as we're recording. Saturday night. I mean, who knows what surprises or what other twist uh, they could pull off for that uh, tribal combat matchup. So, Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, you never know. That that's the thing. They, they uh, make us kind of a little bit. I wouldn't say bored. That's harsh, but maybe not as uh, magnificent with every segment, which it don't need to be, but just enough to where, oh, I'm drawn back in now. Uh, that that's all yeah. I needed. I think the last six months or so, maybe a bit longer, we've been spoiled with a lot with the Sami Zayn stuff, the Jay stuff, the, the Cody stuff. So there's been a lot going on this last year, hasn't there? That's been really good, and I just not not that I'm not looking forward to Roman and Jay because I think this is a really good story. I just where are we going next with it? Now, is this the moment? Well, we'll talk about it as we get uh, as we get there at the moment anyway. But um, talking about SummerSlam quickly, there's a few things that uh, I wasn't aware of on Wednesday. Um, and I, um, then we'll also talk about possible returns, which I did touch a little bit on on last episode. But um, it turns out Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus' match has been pulled from SummerSlam. Uh, uh, what I'm reading is first it was both or one was not quite 100% for the match, which apparently is untrue. Uh, now it's been cited there's not enough time on the card for them to fit in. Otherwise, their match would be really short based on what I've been, you know, what I'm reading. I, I just read, yeah, I, I just read the same uh, article or headline, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, uh, I said on Wednesdays, I'm, t- I'm not too, I, I don't want to take anything away from Becky or Trish, to be fair. I, and I like Zoe Stark. I like the way this is going. But, because there was such a gap between them facing each other, it kind of, for me it fizzled out a little bit. And that's not saying that Trish is bad or Becky's bad or anything like that, but it just didn't keep me engaged enough to actually care about the match happening at SummerSlam. But at the same time, it sucks that it's not happening at SummerSlam. I mean, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm... The feud, every time it seemed like it picked up and had some steam to it, even with Trish and Becky, and, and I like you know the development of Zoe Stark, uh, it just seems like a lot was lacking. It was, uh, it's been a little disappointing, but then there's been some spots where it's, it's picked up. I, I've, uh, speaking of uh, returning interest uh, to a storyline, it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to believe with all the speculation and rumors. I, I just... I'm fine with it being off the card. I mean, I hate it for Trish and Becky as much as I admire both of them. Uh, I, I think the problem is you, you've got all these so much time for a premium live event, and maybe they're going to save it for a Monday Night Raw, but you would think this would be the platform, the stage, uh, being SummerSlam. Uh, maybe there wasn't a lot of faith in a, uh, a trilogy type matchup. I mean, I, that's just me. I'm probably way out of left field to use some baseball terminology. I, I just haven't been uh, very impressed with the banter between uh, Trish and Becky over the course of uh, several months, uh, leading back, uh, even with Zoe. Uh, I, th- I think they've done as much as they're going to be able to do. Uh, that's just me. The, the way they're presenting it, 
anyways. It's just I, I've been very uh, underwhelmed, I guess would be the, the term, with the whole Becky Lynch and uh, Trish Stratus feud. Yeah. And as much as I, I could see it being on the SummerSlam card, I, I'm really not uh, disappointed that it's not. And I, I didn't think I would say those words when you have Becky Lynch. And as much as I like Trish, and I, I watched her, her match with Lita and, and respect her, she's a Hall of Famer, Th- this run has uh, not been doing it for me, if, I've got, if I'm going to be honest, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I agree. It's been a bit... There was that big gap, wasn't there, at some point, where they seemed to be feuding, and then everything stopped, like, dead. There was no... I think maybe Be- uh, Becky maybe have come out and said something, but there was nothing to really again i just didn't keep me engaged there's mate, no aggression i mean i mean there becky lynch even if she does get aggressive with and i'm just talking promos not even match style i, I don't know if the the, the chemistry is just not there i mean they seem to have a, a a maybe some people felt it was a a more improved matchup at night of champions i i disagree i i just i, I think there's just been a lot of missteps even with the turn of trish uh, there was no explanation. You know, Lita disappeared all of a sudden. It was just, I think that has a lot to do why it unraveled from the get-go. There was, that, that's what I mean. There was not enough of a snowball effect or enough that gets us, you know, drawn to it. We're our focus, our, our attention. It's just, uh, you know, Trish comes out to thank me, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this reality TV and, and the fans are seeing through it. They're like, you know, we appreciate you. We know you're a Hall of Famer, but we just want to see Becky. And I think that's a problem. And it's rare because a lot of times our nostalgia wants us to uh, view our, our heroes, the people we, we finally remember. But I'm not sure the audience for a lot of years have finally remembered the era where Trish was. I, I want to give her a due. I'm not trying to disrespect or slight Trish Stratus. But to me, Lita was more impactful when she returned. And maybe that's unfair due to her positioning in the storyline. Uh, so I, I, I'm in agreement with you. It's hard to disagree that this has kind of been, this has been fumbled, if I can use the football analogy. Let, let's yeah. just use sports uh, references. Why not? See, I mean, I, I don't think this is necessarily right, but if my memory of Trish Stratus towards her end of her career, she left as a heel. And that's not to say that I didn't respect what she did and the main event on Raw and all that with Lita. But I think I remembered, I think you're right. I think, people again no knock on trish i could be wrong um and i you know obviously let us know in the corner wwe on twitter but like i think that people remember i think you're right tyler i think people remember lita more fondly because of generally even though she had that old edge and matt thing going on but by the end of her career i think she was and she's made appearances hasn't she on and off about 2016 the women's revolution and yeah, all that she kind has, of stuff. So. it's been more consistent and and no knock on trish uh, sometimes you're scheduling and and the way you're handled when uh, you, you return uh it's all on creative and and the talent themselves you could make the argument that both of them are to blame it's just I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the way they are writing her promos, the the way she's trying to articulate. And I'm talking about Trish, so people will understand. Yeah. Uh, and Zoe Stark, you know, I, I get it. She's getting more established, and they're wanting her to get over by association with Trish, which has been kind of neat. But, but at the same time, it's how much is it going to assist Zoe Stark, though? I, I was wanting to say yes in the early stages, but now I'm I'm just seeing this trend where. You know, Trish is giving these subpar promos, and even Becky's promos are not up to 
her standards anymore. I, I think that has a lot to do because of who her sparring partner is, not just in the ring, but on the mic. And I, I got to say, there's a disconnect there. I, you know, it's, I'm not trying to sound mean, but if I'm a fan and got an opinion, sure, it's easy for, for me or anybody else, but I have to speak my mind. I've got to quit just toeing the line here just because it is Trish Stratus or it's Becky Lynch it's or Zoe Starks involved. Something has just been a mess the whole time with the storyline, even when it, there seemed to be hope. All hope is gone, I'm afraid. And th- that is why I feel like, hey, they felt like, you know, speaking of WWE, we don't need to add this match. We've got enough matches anyways. And even though we, we've got Becky and Trish, maybe save it for Raw or, or another premium live event down the road, but not for SummerSlam. Maybe it's time constraints. Maybe it's a health issue. Uh, what you were reading, what I, I came across, you know, with the articles or, or what yeah, have yeah. you, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. And I don't, I didn't mean to go that lengthy. No, it's, it, it's just to fully explain it and try to grasp why and, and answer that question that, you know, here we got Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch, but for some reason, I think the ingredients with Lita facing uh, Becky and then them becoming tag team partners, I think the heel turn was uh, so rushed too. It did not help Trish. And uh, that, that's why we're kind of at this, uh, this snack, this uh, stagnant kind of uh, progression, as I, th- I was trying to, yeah, to think yeah. of the word. Well, I think, look at, obviously, as we're talking about it, I've not really analyzed it as much um, lately, but as you were talking about it then, it, it, it sparked in my head maybe. What? So they she came back, didn't she? With um, and, and the idea was to have a match against Damage Control, I think, at WrestleMania. I, I think that happened. I believe that did actually make the card. No, uh, they they did. Yeah. So, but it's just like um, maybe. I mean, it felt very like how do we get Trish Stratus on a WrestleMania card? Right, let's team her with Becky and Lita. All right, fine. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it, the whole damage control things is separate. Well, it's actually, maybe it's the same issue. I don't know. But I'm just thinking now. Would it, it have be. been? Would it have been better if Trish came in a heel? Yeah, people would be happy to see her, but like they could have done it in such a way that she just came in as a heel, I guess. Um, or maybe even did the turn at WrestleMania, which everybody thought was going to happen. I think I remember us talking about that at the time. Um, I just know, retros- you know, retrospect is, you know, hindsight. She should have probably have attacked, and I didn't mean to cut you off. No, she probably should have been seen attacking Lita in the ring instead of just. Oh, it's backstage because I, th- I think we've just seen that so many times. There was no effectiveness to it. There was, it was obvious, wasn't it? it was I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, uh, Lita. Like I was saying in the the previous comments. Yeah. If there was going to be a turn, Trish should have done it in the ring at WrestleMania or somewhere down just the line. Just in the ring, the actually. I, I just think in the ring. I think you're yeah. right. Just in the ring would would have been a lot more exactly visceral. Backstage has been done so many times. I think people are kind of seeing. Oh well, that that's pretty obvious. We're in the ring, even if it is evident. Hey, we're we're seeing some action here. I, I think that's that would have been more effective than just. He could have done the oh, whole. Uh, who, who who attacked? You know, to make it a mystery all the time. It doesn't always have to be mysterious. I, I get what they were trying to do, but yeah, sometimes it's the basics. They'll work. It like just having it happen in the ring or on screen, so fans could react to it there and then. Because none of us were like. Hmm. I wonder who it was. We were all we were waiting for this for a long time. So, and also the response from the crowd we would were. have been would have been absolutely like 
you know, would have been very, very good is what I'm getting at and in terms of a negative and like booing her and like, what the hell? Or maybe there would have been a split difference. I don't know, but I think you're right. We go back to the tag team match too, where th- this happened and, and two, where I, I, you could notice uh, or where you could see, let me go back and, and rephrase it. You could see the chemistry issues between Becky and Trish for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just the ring rust where Trish has been away for so long and, and maybe it's just the, the style nowadays with the women's division, you know, with Becky being one of the top uh, lady athletes out there, you could say wrestlers, sports entertainers. I mean, even with the, the men, I mean, she's one of the best for sure, certainly. Yeah. I, I think that may have a lot to do with it. I, you know, and then you could see kind of that's what I mean by a trend that just seemed to repeat itself in their matches and even on the mic. You can tell when people have chemistry, but I, I think also another issue, not to always knock the riders because that seems to be everybody's go-to uh, now because everything has to involve, but they they got to take some blame because if they're, and the talent as well, if they're not you know putting their foot down and saying, hey, I, this don't sound quite right, how is this going to relate, asking questions and saying this this is too hokey, I mean, it, meaning it's people are not going to buy it. I, I think there's a lot to that too. Uh, you know, with the whole creative process. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Uh, I think the women's. Hopefully, this Saturday will be a a good opportunity for the women's division. We got the the Shayna and Ronda match and stuff, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I'm just hoping going yeah, forward that the women's division as a whole is. I mean, I'm enjoying the Bailey uh, EO stuff with the Money in the Bank stuff going on at the moment. It's actually quite interesting. It's the first time in a while I've actually. Oh no, um, we're missing Dakota Kai in that scenario. But I'm actually been quite interested in what's going to happen between those whereas before i was it unfortunately when they returned it was great but it, it the, the wheels slowed down very quickly for damage control for me um, that was another example i mean you could draw a parallel even though it's a, a, a difference that hey you could make the argument like you were saying before damage control started strong and then it's it's kind of like you said the wheels have kind of fallen off a little bit yeah, hundred percent. Um, let's before we get into actual SummerSlam, I got to do this, and I did, again I touched upon this on a bit, a little bit on Wednesday, but I want to get your take on it as well. Um, there's a lot okay. of there's a lot of talk of potential returns now. Maybe this is why the time constraints are limited, obviously. But then there's also the the, the Roman J match. There's a Finn Seth match, all these other matches, and I'm looking forward to Seth and Finn, which we'll talk about in about in a moment. But there's a lot of story there, isn't there? And there's a lot of story with the bloodline, so. Oh, there, there's a lot of story just all over the card. Well, at least those matches and yeah. with Ron and Shayna. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing what so, what your thoughts are and everything. You could argue that maybe that's why there's less time for these women or there's some returns happening or return happening here where it would also take time. So, But we'll just go. Uh, now, I've, I mean, I, I didn't even think of a few of these. I'm not going to lie. But the first, the, I mean, the, the most obvious is The Rock. Um, but I just want to go through this list quickly. But um, so at, at, at number six, right? So they're all speculating, and possibly. But uh, Robert Rude, I actually kind of want him to come if he does come back. I want him to come back as Bobby Rude, not the Robert Rude thing. But you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, just just do Bobby Rude. Uh, you know, yeah. let, let's hope maybe he gets the original name back. Um, obviously, we have the SummerSlam Battle Royal, which will kind of coincide with this segment as well. But maybe he returns for that. But there's a lot of people who are talking about this battle role and wanting LA Knight to win it because the momentum he's got at the moment with the responses he's getting. So, I mean, I don't personally... I mean, I'm, again, I could be wrong on all of these, by the way, ladies and gents, but what I'm saying is I don't necessarily... I think a Robert Roode return 
if you're going to have him return, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, I think it needs to be possibly after SummerSlam and he needs to win whatever match he has rather than being in a battle royal where he gets eliminated because, you know, where's the momentum there? It defeats the purpose, pardon the pun, but it does. I, I'm with you. You know, I'd like to see Rude get a win, not not being in the mix. I mean, it's cool that he's in the mix, but what's it going to do in the long run? Have him get a victory. So I, that's a good point. Yeah, so that, that's my only... I mean, again, I've got nothing wrong with Rob, Bobby Rude. I actually liked... Uh, I loved his NXT run, personally. Um, again, didn't quite hit the... Hit it quite well on the main roster, which seems to be... A, it's, a, it's a very... Uh, very um, what's the word I'm looking for it's a very consistent thing that seems to happen with NXT guys not all of them but there's a good majority of them that come up and don't seem to go any further they seem to actually be worse no, off they, than they, they were they don't. They, the, the, the only few examples have been Gunther right now the Intercontinental Champion and they, I mean there, there's been others but that, that's one that comes to mind that especially even under Vince you can say what you want to, uh, even under McMahon. He he survived, man. He's he's done very well. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he, I'm going to move on quickly. Here's one that I didn't even think of, but actually the more I think about it, the way it would could work in going forward would be really good. So, again, we, uh, we have the um, Santos Escobar versus Austin Theory, I believe, for the United States Championship. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, who our prediction is, but... This ties in quite nicely, Tyler, because one of the one of the other people that has been speculated is Carlito. Now, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so buckle in, people. <laughs> um, put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on. That's a better way of saying it. If if Carlito does come back and maybe he gets involved, he did dawn the LWO shirt, didn't he? Back at the Backlash pay per view. No, he he did. Good a good response there. Obviously, it was in his home you know home country and everything, but. What if, okay, so let's say Austin Theory retains, then there's a beatdown happening. Rey Mysterio is injured. Maybe the others aren't there. Maybe the others do get involved. Maybe Prince, uh, the pretty, or what are they called? I forgot on the British tag team. That's pretty coming. deadly. Pretty deadly. Um, Prince Pretty, I was going to say for some reason. That's uh, Tyler Breeze. That's completely different. Um, but it's say, the worst. Yeah. Hey, they're, they're all pretty. That's a common yeah. denominator. So say they get involved, um, then technically they're going to be. You know, we're going to have a bit of an LWO fight and stuff, but then Carlito comes out. Carlito comes out, helps make the save again, LWO t-shirt. But here's why I'm thinking it, Tyler. On his debut, many, many years ago, Carlito debuted, beat John Cena for the United States Championship. How cool would it be to see Austin Theory versus Carlito down the line? It would, it would be a thrilling match because... That's a match we've not seen to have Carlito return and he looks in great shape all the time. When he came out of backlash, yeah. he, looked, he looked brilliant. So, oh yeah, he, he still looks great. Maybe you could argue even better the the crowd. I know it was Puerto Rico, but still, it was a great reaction, and and he'll get big reactions. You know, no matter where they are. And uh, Austin Theory needs a new opponent. Uh, no offense to Escobar, but you talked about the LWO connection. I, I'm all for that idea. I, actually, that that would be something new, fresh, and I like both those guys, Theory and and Carlito. I think that would be really good. Uh, he, he he could spit the apple in Theory's face when oh, he starts right, yeah. uh, in, insulting him. <laughs> that would be perfect. See, yeah. years ago, I remember you remember when they were doing the whole when 
Cena had the WWE spin about, and then Edge had it, and he had the rated R logo in it and stuff like that. Do you remember that? Yeah, um, I, I do recall. I always thought, imagine if Carlito won it, he put an apple in the middle, you know, do that spoiling apple they uh, used yes, to do. Yes, he, he would need the apple, yeah. Uh, I always, sure, I always referred I mean, to Carlito as the healthy eating superstar, even though he'd spit the apple out most of the time, but um, it was... Yeah, uh, even though he probably wasn't actually eating all of it. Yeah, but that's true. <laughs> you know, Carlito, no, no wonder he keeps that figure, man. He, you know, he, he may go, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting the carbs, the calories, I'll eat a little bit of the apple and throw it, a, you know, spit it out. There you go. Um uh, number four, Pat McAfee. Um, I like Pat McAfee on commentary, and I miss. I don't dislike Wade Barrett on commentary at all, but I miss the Michael Cole Pat McAfee connection that they had on a week to week basis. I, I do too. Uh, nothing against Wade Barrett. I, I've got massive respect for Wade Barrett. He, I think he's doing a fantastic job. But there's just an energy and a charisma that Pat McAfee has, and you know, with Michael Cole too, it's just been magnificent. So. I'm with you. It's hard to replace what McAfee could do. But, hey, speaking of returns, and, and maybe I jumped the gun here, that could be somebody that could either return a commentate or he, he gets involved some way in the segment. See, I, quite, I, I think I'd rather him come back and just be on commentary. I, I, nothing against him doing his ring stuff, but we've seen it a few times now. Save it. I think for later. You want to keep it special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, because I, I miss, I, I didn't know anything about Pat, Mac, Pat McAfee at first at all. Um, not being an uh, American football fan, obviously we don't really get it here. Um, so I didn't What's really know. What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't dislike it. I play the video games, man. I play Madden. Oh, I, know. I play the video games, but um, uh, I was always a I was always a Seahawks fan for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but uh, that now, was many. Come on, now, now you're really. <laughs> You're you're hurting my feelings, Seahawks fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I've got to, got to pop my own uh, tag team partner here. Uh, but there we go. It's just yeah, um... I know it. <laughs> I'll still make the tag for you. I'm not gonna. There's probably worse teams, but you know, of course, a lot of people don't like my team either. So I I, I can't say much. A friend of mine's uh, a friend of mine's dad uh, lives over in Washington State, so not the DC. Obviously, the other side of so Seattle. Obviously. Gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah. Out there in the near the Pacific. Yeah, um, somewhere I've always like would like to visit, you know, and all that kind of stuff. American as a whole, I'd like to visit, but um, but he, I'd he, like to visit the UK. I well, mean, we'll, if we'll I'm have to be honest. We'll have to so, an exchange thing, it, maybe or something at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I could come over there as you're coming over here, even though I'd I'd like to actually meet up with oh, you. Can you imagine like, doing uh, a, I, I, I just teach you. You you can come over here and I'll I'll swap with you. Can you imagine turn up at yours and we do a live in the corner from America in Nashville? That'd be amazing, that would mate. Be, that would be incredible, man. We we could do it go into downtown Nashville where all the the bars and, and the bands are playing, have that atmosphere and that that would be a, a fun oh, experience, mate, I'll tell you. If we do that, we'll, we'll make a little documentary of me coming over because I've never been, so it would be amazing. You, and, you need to, yes, and add it to In the Corner for your show, man. It would be just incredible, uh, well, unreal. Uh, mate. And uh, talk about energy yeah, and charisma, well. man. Uh, <laughs> Nashville's great. I'm gonna... But Washington, hey, I'll, I'll tell you real quickly, and we'll move up back into the wrestling, but I love talking non-wrestling stuff with the wrestling as well, but I've never been out west of Washington, so I'd love to visit Washington myself. Oh, I, I mean, that, that's what, what's kind of, I know, uh, sounds funny to people outside the States, but there's a lot of the country I haven't mm-hmm. even discovered. I've, I've heard of it. I've, you know, it's, I know it's a part of the nation, but I still haven't been. Got to be done, mate. Got to be done. Um, yeah, a mate, mate of mine's dad was in the uh, United States Air Force. He His... 
uh, he moved back over here when his parents split up. So his dad, but his dad, when he speaks to his dad regularly, and he see before obviously all the stuff went down in September two thousand one. Um, but um, he, he could send stuff over. So we used to get like Hershey's, which weren't really a thing over here at the time. Um, we were getting Betamax tapes, the films that hadn't even come out over here yet. Uh, that's when I tried Jerky for the first time. That's when I got a Seattle Seahawks hat. So that's why I think I became oh, a fan. Oh, man, so, Jerky uh, is just a, a gift from the heavens. It's a thing uh, now I mean, over here. Lovely. But I mean, all those years ago, it never used to be. I mean, we're talking like late 90s. Maybe you could get it, but you would probably have to spend a lot of money to get it sent over, you know? So, so it'd be a, ri- a rich person's f- uh, food? Maybe. Well, maybe at the time. I was going to say feud. This <laughs> we're talking wrestling. That well, was my excuse for messing well, up. Well, put it this way, mate. Put it here. this way. I'll give In 2020, I don't know the exact price, but in 2023, now when I was a kid, Lucky Charms was a thing, and I know it's a thing over there, but because of the sugar tax and everything over here, what used to be fairly expensive cereal is now something like 10 to 15 pounds a to get it because it's so rich in sugar it's wow. like it's actually put in like the part yeah. of the supermarket over here is like a i wouldn't say ethnic foods but it's in like the uh foreign country foods now it's really what, expensive. The, the ireland or something <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, know. now now here dispel a myth it is you know i, I want to hear a breaking news story is lucky okay. charms actually made in ireland or, or have we been lied to i have no idea it's probably made in the states it, it's probably actually i assume made it was made in, like, in our own country yeah I'm going to Google it now. I got Lucky Charms. I know. Who would have thought Lucky Charms would go with SummerSlam? Too bad they're not sponsoring SummerSlam. <laughs> that would have been funny. Been great. Where are Lucky yeah. Charms made? We're doing this live. I'm not going to cut this out. I'm going to leave this in the podcast. No, you got to leave it in. Uh, Screw it, man. It's uncensored. I, I can't even talk right. You know, I don't know if it's because <laughs> I'm, I'm rusty, man. I can't not trash. I've got some podcast rust, man. I, I've got to get my chops back in. Uh what country is Lucky Charms made in? <laughs> you're going to be you're going to be very uh, you're going to be very unhappy with this answer, Tyler. You're going to be very unhappy. I'm sure I'm going to be mad. It's made in the United States, mate. <laughs> Which I always well, assumed I, it was. I'm actually not surprised. Yeah, unless I, it was a thing that came fine. over from Ireland and now it's made in your country, like the beer Foster's, the lager is an Australian recipe, but it's brewed in the UK, so it probably oh, originated. Wow. In Australia, originated in Australia, but it became a thing. How are we talking about beer and Lucky Charms in the same sentence? I have no idea. Um, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what a combination! Uh, maybe somebody wants a beer and a, a bowl of Lucky Charms. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move back on to SummerSlam, where we were actually at. Yeah, so number three on the list uh, after our Lucky Charms and Foster's talk is uh, Bray Wyatt. Not that we wanted to, <laughs> not that we want gimmick matches anymore from this person, but yeah, Bray Wyatt. We, we, we don't want Lucky Charms or Foster sponsoring a, <laughs> a, a, a what lights out match or something. Uh. <laughs> Lucky Charms match. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Bray Wyatt's uh, Bray Wyatt's yeah, uh, Bray Wyatt. considered one of the people possibly going to return. Now, one. Is it him? And two, who's he going to target, Tyler? That's the thing. I mean, what are your thoughts on Bray? Uh, they're mixed, but, you know, I I think Bray is talented. I, I just I think it's the presentation at times, and, and maybe that's a lot on him, and it's a lot also could be uh, credited to creative uh, for the missteps and yeah. his journey back to WWE. Uh, I've been pretty adamant. I've, I've been very critical lately, and uh, – I know you, you've been a huge supporter, and trust me, I, like I just stated, he's talented. And I, I love the family. Yeah, it comes from a great wrestling lineage. Uh, but that aside, I just feel like there, 
I don't know what it is. There's, I, I go back to the word disconnect. I, you know, he goes from the fiend and extreme rules was promising, you know, kind of a, this newer character than uncle howdy was okay. And then it kind of fell off and it's just like, and maybe he had mental issues. We, we hear different uh, rumors and you know, I, so it's all speculation and we, we don't know it for sure. So I, I feel bad for him in, in that respect. And I think he even been sick, he's had some health issues. So yeah. uh, I, I just hope, you know, if, if he does it this time uh, goes a lot smoother and it's more consistent. I like how you use that word. I guess consistency between Bray and the uh, the creative team, and there there just needs to be a lot that's improved upon and learned from from his past runs to where we get this guy. If you're going to invest in him, if he's going to invest in you, you you got to make him a. It's all or nothing, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Um, if he does return, I don't think he should necessarily target Cody because I think Cody's. Let's let's assume now that Cody's still heading for Mania and Roman. That's the ultimate goal here. Um, we don't want Bray to come. I don't want Bray to come in and basically have all this stuff and then lose and lose and lose and lose. I want him to not be like indestructible, but I want him to be undefeated for a while. Going back many moves, I've already said it before. I'm not going to say. I will mention the John Cena one. He should have beat John Cena at 30. Also, a few years later, they did the whole mind game stuff when Bray was WWE champion against Randy Orton. They did the whole projection maggots and stuff on the ring and everything. It seemed like Bray was going to win because of the mind games. And then Randy won. And it's like, well, what was all the effort for then? So it just, whatever they do, you're right, consistent, the word of the day, ladies and gents. But I think Bray needs to come in in and just win. Yeah, and I I don't... yeah, I'm I'm with you. He he's got to get a win, and I, I think it goes back to his presentation. Don't mean to cut you off. I you just bring up some uh, very fascinating and and very studious observations as always, Benny. Uh, I, you know, it's hard. Does he attack Roman? I, I'm a little afraid of what can happen if he attacks Roman or Cody. Uh, so I, that kind of leaves you with who else though on the card that if it's going to be upper mid card the main event that's going to matter. If he's going to have this return, it's got to be big. I mean, we're at SummerSlam. It's Ford Field. It's a stadium. It's not just an arena. I mean, all the effects you would imagine, all the the fixings, as we would say, like a good dinner down south in the American South. I mean, it's going to have to to appeal to it's, uh, and he's going to have to be able to to weather the storm, get past it, even if it's positive. Like you said, it's it's got to. It's got to really take us through the journey and make us want to watch it and make sense. There's still going to be some logic. I, I know it's wrestling doesn't always have that, but it, it's got to still have some uh, some correlation and and that's the thing. So I, really, I don't know who he needs to attack. That that's a little harder for me to say. I, I do think you know Cody and Roman's been talked about, and, and you just mentioned it. It's just I, I don't know. I I'm trying to see on the match card who else could be logical, but that, that seems like the two candidates. If, if you're going to program him right away, if he does indeed return. Well, cause what, where's Bray? Technically he's on SmackDown, isn't he? Um, technically. Yeah, he was. The draft stuff is all over the place at the moment, but again, um, you, you know what? What what about the Balor Rollins match? Well, that's what I was thinking or possibly, uh, but that's okay. raw though, isn't it? So, Okay, let's let's no. let's let's pretend that the draft doesn't matter because I think WWE sometimes it matters and sometimes it doesn't. But I think the Finn Balor Seth could be a, a, a good opportunity if Seth's on his way out to do movies or whatever he's meant to be doing. 
could be a good opportunity for Bray or maybe Drew McIntyre doesn't get it done against Gunther and there's a Drew McIntyre. But again, you've Drew's only just come back, so we need Drew to be that unstoppable sort of yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I don't know so. that I want. I don't necessarily know that it, it's going to work as well with depending on what character Bray. If he does return, brings back with Gunther though. That that's the only problem I yeah. see with him and that kind of encounter. Uh, a lot of people want Drew to, like you're saying, turn the volume up and possibly turn heel, which it's going to be tough because Gunther is technically the heel. I mean, you, you've seen heel versus heel, but uh, yeah. maybe it, I don't know if it's the right timing though for for Drew. So, but yeah. I, I would love to see it. I think it, it, he's he's long overdue and. What do you think, Benny? I mean, maybe uh, is it far fetched? Because well, Drew, due could, to Drew their could roles, be a, Drew could be a, you know, Drew could be a good heel. I think we haven't really seen him as that. Well, he kind of was when he came up through uh, to the main roster when he was teamed with Dolph Ziggler. But you know, he had a good run in NXT, didn't he? He was the uh, NXT champion and stuff. No, but, he did. Um, he, oh, he had an excellent run, and he reinvented himself. He he was like Cody. He like went Cody, to different yeah. promotions. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a hard I mean, one, so, really. <clears throat> Outside, it's a tough one, yeah. Because yeah. outside the box, the very this... quickly, very quickly. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, outside no, the box. <laughs> what about Bray versus Logan Paul? Because I mean, the two egos on that. I mean, just his Logan Paul's ego. Maybe it would bring him down a peg or two to be sort of stalked by this Bray Wyatt. The things you could do outside of the ring, maybe as long as it's not called a prime match or something like that at the end of it, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm quite game for don't that. Have the, yeah, prime for Logan Paul, too. You, we, we can't always be critical of Bray or, or the sponsorship. I, I get it. But, yeah, Logan Paul, it, it may could change the narrative of uh, where you could go with him and his story and, and Bray. So, yeah, that, that could be, you know, something. I mean, Dominic Mysterio you know, and Bray could be, a, could be a good thing going forward as well. Um, but with the Judgment Day and stuff, I don't know. It's a hard one, but it's just well. And Damian Priest, so you, the only thing yeah. about the the Balor Rollins match, he, he's teased cashing in. There, there's always that too. So I don't know. I think I think the, the, looking at the card based on what we've just talked about, for me, even if we take away the the draft stuff, the most logical place, actually, weirdly, I think, is the Seth Finn match and whether the briefcase is involved. Finn maybe joins Bray or whatever, whatever, or maybe Bray becomes the new leader of Judgment Day or whatever. I don't know, but it, it seems the most, but maybe more than likely, I would say maybe Bray goes for Seth. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, he, he, he might. Yeah. Instead of going after Finn, he actually aligns with Judgment Day or even if he's not in Judgment Day, he, he helps him out. Yeah, I, I could see maybe uh, the potential. Uh, well, Seth's been doing, but the it whole, is very—it's difficult yeah, yeah, to read it. Seth's been doing the whole laughing, Joker-y dancing thing for a while, and then you know maybe Bray can be like you—you you know you think you're mad or whatever. You've not seen true madness, and then we could just go from there. Really, you know, t- you know maybe teaching Seth. <laughs> Make it psychological. And then if yeah, Seth the is Seth, yeah, and then if Seth is going away for a little bit, it's a good opportunity for Bray to then come out on top. And then it also leaves when Seth does come back a possible rivalry, depending on where Bray is in his next run. Essentially, I mean anything's possible, man. It's it's wrestling. It's uh, and especially you factor in Bray Wyatt into the equation. Uh, another guy that that we're hearing yet, you know, five will select. I think or denying some reports, but I mean he's been working out as Randy Orton. Uh, I don't know that the time frame's gonna. Quite work for him to be back, like we would uh, hope. 
for SummerSlam to be programmed into an angle, uh, you know, just meaning a feud or a potential match with somebody that we've been wanting to see for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, but that's definitely been a, a, a popular name that's floated around. You know, it, do, the question, do we see Randy Orton back at SummerSlam? Or do or maybe afterwards, but they're looking from if you read those reports and gauge them that it's going to be have to be a, some months down the road if it does indeed happen where he's at because you know he's got doctors also advising him too so this is not an easy kind of uh, you know progression for, yeah. for Randy Orton. You don't want to return and hurt yourself to the point where you can't get back in no. ever again. So you know, um, but yeah, the other the other name obviously Randy Orton you mentioned. I think I think if we are going to have a return. I feel like it might be a Bray or a Randy, but um, obviously the other name, which we keep hearing every other month, especially when the big pay-per-views come around, um, mainly to deal with the uh, the, the, the Bloodline storyline is The Rock. Um, I would love it if he did, but I just, um, I don't know. Maybe this is the time to do it. I don't know. Um, maybe a Rikishi as well. I did think that the other day, but Rock's the other name that's yeah, thrown R- around Rikishi, as well. Rikishi, yeah. I mean, that would still be a big return. Of course, The Rock would be huge. Uh, everybody speculates, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people that the credits say because of the writer's truck in Hollywood, maybe this is the right time, you know, for The Rock. Or oh, yeah, good point. The, I didn't think of that. The Actually, yeah, a, the writer's strike. I yeah, didn't man, think of but that, yeah. I, I can't take the credit. Like I say, I've got a, I've heard it from other people, and it's a great point. So that's why I've, I've heard it. But it, it wouldn't make sense because they're not doing a lot in Hollywood. But, yeah, you don't know if they want to take the time off and kind of hit a reset button, spend time with the family. But yet, if the opportunity's there, who's to say, you know, just because we don't hear about it don't mean anything, that they could call the Rock or scene and go, hey, Rock, you want to yeah, come yeah. back to that one match you, you, you weren't ready for because of your schedule now? Maybe you can have well, time, more time. I think I've allotted got a lot to, yeah. to the situation. I've had it in my head for a while that if the Rock does return, it'd probably be Mania. But actually, you know, going forward with the way the split of the bloodline is and stuff, possibly, you know, we could have like a a rock Jey Uso um, team up if that's the way they're going with it. And maybe we have a War Games type thing because, going on at Survivor Series. Yeah, so. exactly. Because Jay has been, <laughs> this is for the, the CU will be the tribal chief. I mean, the basis from what their the promos have led us to believe about the, uh, the tribal combat matchup. At SummerSlam, so yeah, what if The Rock comes back and and he teams up him and Rikishi team up with uh, Jay and it, and we don't know if Jimmy's coming back to join Jay or does he? And now here I go skipping ahead too, or does he actually turn on on Jay? I know that seems a little far fetched, but uh, you've also heard people speculate: what if they do it? Where it's one of the Usos, uh, Usos, part of me turns so bad. Got to add the S there, pal. Yeah, it's you, a, you know what? What do you what do you think? I, I mean, I I'm interested to get your opinion. I don't. Man, I don't know. Honestly, we'll, we'll move into the card anyway. But uh, it's um, yeah, there's so many it's, there's it's so, so many ways that into this these matches because yeah. you get on certain stories and it's like okay, yeah. right. So I'm there. So. We, we won't talk too much about this one because to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about. It. I think we've only had a few people named for it. But the battle royal, um, now, you know. Everybody's speculating already that LA Knight's going to win it. I think we've had Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight, and you said somebody else that was named for it. We might get more tonight I, on SmackDown, but I think maybe Sheamus. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not for oh, sure. Oh, Tommaso so, Ciampa, uh, Tommaso yeah. Ciampa's in it as well. 
Oh, Champa's in it. Okay. There, I knew there was more people, but I'm, I'm like you. It's I'm drawing a blank for some reason. Yeah. No disrespect to the, the talent or this matchup, but it's just. But ultimately. It was kind of thrown together. It well, It feels minute. like a, a consolation prize match. Um, so, but it's not, as far as I'm aware. Hey, to me, if LA Knight or anybody wins this matchup, to me, it feels a little lesser than. Unless there's a, an opportunity at a the United States title, maybe that's what makes it appealing. And maybe Adam Pierce did say that a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure. I if he if they have said anything about it, I've missed it as well. But as far as I know, it's just a um, battle rule. But ultimately, it would be a good moment if LA Knight could win it after you know come, I mean, the way they did the fatal four way with LA Knight in for the United States Championship a few weeks ago with Rey Mysterio. WWE booked it perfectly because everybody was LA Knight, LA Knight, LA Knight. But then we had Rey Mysterio win it. But the way they did it in the match was they had Austin Theory get involved, ram Rey Mysterio into still steps, and the whole crowd hated it and just assumed Rey wasn't going to be in it in LA Knight. But the way they just... Go back and watch it if you haven't watched it, but when Rey did get the win, the crowd went mad for it. And I was actually half expecting like that Daniel Bryan moment where, where he didn't come out in the Rumble all those years ago. And the crowd just booed the crap mm-hmm. out of Rey Mysterio. But they didn't. They popped really well. And obviously, unfortunately... No, they reacted well. Rey Mysterio got injured, didn't he, in the match in the, the next week? And yeah, uh, he, he did. And that was unfortunate. They, you could tell, you know, sometimes it's it's storyline, but referee Jessica Carr was doing the symbol. Or there was communication. I don't know if she actually had to do the symbol or not. If it's a word. She was telling the ring announcer that, yeah, hey, listen, it's uh, there's something wrong here. He, he got injured. If it's a work... Rey Mysterio and Escobar did it perfectly because like, it looked it looked genuine to me. Um, no, no, I think I think he's legit injured. Uh, but I know sometimes they'll work it, you know. Of uh, course, yeah, they'll throw the symbol up and stuff, won't they? And to to, to mix the uh, you know the the stage from the reality thing, don't they? So, but this seemed yeah, this seemed do. genuine. But I mean, to be honest, mate, I want LA Knight to win it. I know we don't know who necessarily else is in it, but. Um, I mean, Bronson Reed might be in it, I assume. So, but I'm going to go LA Knight because I'd like to see LA Knight hey, win good. it. Uh, you know, I, I like LA Knight. We we've also speaking yeah. of returns, maybe uh, Robert Roode returns uh, could be a part of it. Uh, but but uh, yeah, LA Knight. I know it's the uh, popular choice, but why not? He he's got the yeah movement going on. There's a daggum movement. I mean, he, he the guy is more than just over. He's uh, He's a headliner, and you could see it in NXT. You could see it uh, with his work prior to the WWE, and it's only got better. And He's allowed the uh, one of the, the bigger stages in the profession. I've, I've got to go with LA Knight, too. I'm, I'm going to have to say it. Cool. <laughs> Good. We can move on. Um, yeah. Ooh, right. Let's do this one first. Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Um not the well. Do you know what you start? How do, how are you feeling about Ricochet and Logan Paul? Uh, I, I haven't been crazy about the build. Once again, going back like Trish and Becky, the promos, even with Ricochet emoting and and getting mad, it's not resonating with me for whatever reason. Logan Paul kind of because he's the hill anyways. I think that's why it comes easier for him, and, and it, that's a good thing. It's a compliment to him. But I say that. It's the match itself will, I think, will be incredible. Uh, so I, I can kind of give it a pass a little bit. I just, if 
as far as if you're going to grade it, the build-up, uh, it's just been uh, less than stellar, but the matchup will, will make up for it. But I, I've got to go. Uh, I guess I'm going Logan Paul. My bad. I, I need to make my prediction, too. I was thinking storyline yeah, already. Yeah. So I know what you mean. As I mean, the best. That, when we, a couple of weeks ago, well, more than a couple of weeks ago, so we had a bit of a break, didn't we? But we were both a bit annoyed the fact that Logan Paul's calling out Ricochet and calling him a professional and all this kind of stuff and basically mocking him and saying that I'm a bigger superstar and better wrestler than you already or whatever Correct. it was. And then he hit him with a sliced bread. I was like, punch that dude in the face. And what I did like this past week on Raw, and I wish Logan Paul's phrasing had been slightly different because he brought up the fact that Ricochet is engaged to the ring announcer. But what I wish he had yep. said instead of what he said, it, I wish he had said, what's it going to be like? What's it going to feel like when you hear your name come out and my name come out your girl's mouth? Just rephrased it a little bit. But I did like the fact that Ricochet did the double leg takedown and actually started punching him because he's brought in now. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it. even though it was still not that great, it was no. at least something. I mean, that, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, make it personal. And that, that's what Logan Paul did. He, he was Samantha Irvin is really the girlfriend, I think even fiance. Yes, or, yeah, yeah, of, fiance, uh, yeah. Of Ricochet, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it just, again... The, the bill could have been better. It could have been, it could have just been done better, I feel. But then again, we're, we're still on the outside looking in in 2020 and all that kind of stuff, the hindsight. But yeah, we are. We were, I mean, it's easy for me to be a genius, is it not? But uh, I mean, if I'm going to give you my take, I, I can't help it. Tyler's take. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I know. That, that, that used to be a thing. Uh, that, that's where that was a cheap plug, wasn't it? Used to be <laughs> a thing. Now, yeah. I wasn't necessarily very much like. Uh, it's been a bit better than the Logan Paul Ricochet. Oh, but I didn't give you my prediction, did I? Um, I think you have. No, I think I think you might be right with Logan Paul, but I'm going I'm to go. I'm going to go. It's going to be a bit of a spot fest. Let's face it. But I think um, I, I'm going to go Ricochet. I'd yeah, like, it's going to be a lot of hot spots. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd like to. I'd like to see Ricochet win it. Um, but I think it will have moments that will be clipped for years. Let's face it. Uh, potentially, anyway. That'll, that, that'll be like a highlight reel. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, but the other match I was talking about, I wasn't... It sort of came out of nowhere. I, I assumed it was going to happen at some point in Ronda Rousey and Shayna, but I just didn't... Re- when it happened at Money in the Bank and then, you know, Shayna turned on Ronda, it just seemed to have come out of... It seemed to come out of nowhere. It's nowhere. And the build hasn't been the best, but this past week on Raw... I don't know if you saw it, Tyler, but that video package they oh, ran, that two-part video package they ran about Ronda and Shayna, the backstory, the whole friendship. Again, I said it on Wednesday's show, WWE, have, you know, when they get it right on video packages, they are, they are like untouched with this kind of stuff. But yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And I've, it's made me want to see, I didn't realize it was an MMA rules match, but it's made me want to see this match even more than I, I mean, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. It should be, I'm a Shayna Baszler fan and a Ronda fan, more of a Shayna fan than a Ronda. But you know, I, I, that video package sold it to me perfectly. So I'm really looking forward to it. So I just hope that they've got the time and the, um, and the, you know, and, and it comes together well. Cause Ronda, we've noticed over the last year, some of the her matches with other people, she doesn't necessarily gel with people very well based on what we've seen. I don't know whether that's her fault, their fault, a combination of the two. Like Liv Morgan match and Ronda match comes to mind was being quite... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's wasn't... a fair compare or illustration, not comparison, I should say. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. this is a tough one because 
I want to say Shannon's going over easily just because I think Ronda's been adamant about returning to UFC. And I, I think maybe she knows her time's kind of numbered a little bit, especially with this run. It wasn't as uh, successful, at least for me. And I think that's why the fans have voiced it uh, regarding her previous run when she was taking on Becky and Charlotte and, uh, and everything and some matches have looked awkward. Not all of them. Uh, you know, like, like you said, it takes two to tango. Uh, it's not always on, on one person, uh, Shana, but you're right. Even if, if you were not in love with this feud, and even if you respected these two ladies, which I, I do as well, uh, that video, uh, to me, Rhonda did a great, superb job, but man, Shayna is showing the emotion, crying, talking about the daughter. I uh, like, she's not going to forgive me for what I'm going to have to do to her, her mother. And th that's the goddaughter, And, and the, the real life jealousy of where Rhonda was going to be, you know, wanted her to be the sparring partner, but yet when Shayna needed her, uh, she wasn't there for, her. I, I think that's when it, when it's got credibility and there, there's some, uh, degree of truth to it. I think, like you're saying, and the video package was so uh, well executed. That, that's all I needed to see. I, I mean, I, it's amazing. They took what could have been a weak storyline and, and made it even stronger. Yeah. And it's all a credit to their production and these two ladies. So I, I'm even more hot now, to your point. And now it's MMA rules. It'll, it'll be interesting how they book it and how they lay out the match between these two. Of course, they, they've got the knowledge being from those backgrounds and it, I didn't even realize that Rhonda was her coach on the ultimate fighter. I knew they were friends somehow through that, that kind of competition, but in background, but I, I did not know about the ultimate fighter connection. So that, that's what I mean. It brings up a lot of these, these, uh, part of me, fascinating, uh, intricacies that not, not all of us realized, even those that who follow these two's career, at least in wrestling, I, to be honest, I didn't follow their UFC stuff much. Same. So you know, I can't, I loved I've loved Shayna Baszler's stuff in NXT and the arm stomp and oh, I did and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Manipulation. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Um, obviously, the rumor mill is a buzzing, and it's basically saying that um, Ronda's on her way out or taking a break. Um, wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't it be good if actually that I I want Shayna Baszler to win. That's my pick. But let's say Ronda, it's being portrayed and being leaked out that Ronda's leaving. I mean, they did this with Lesnar a few years ago, but like, actually, it turns around, I'm not going anywhere. And she like dominates, not dominates Shayna, but like beats right. her down after the match or whatever, and I'm not going anywhere. And you're going to be stuck with me and blah, 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 or whatever. So, what a cool way to, it seems like Ronda's leaving, but actually, if she doesn't leave, could actually make her a better heel, if that makes sense. No, no, it could. It could get more heat on her because people, the, the people were thinking, oh, we, we're going by the rumor or, or even something Rhonda said, and it could all be a nice swerve by WWE and her to kind of, to make the storyline. So I wouldn't mind that actually, that now that you, you bring it to my attention, I, I could see them doing it. And I, my pick was, would be Shayna, but I would not be offended or hurt. Of course, offended's a, l a little tough, but yeah. in a stretch, but to see Rhonda actually get to win, because when that kind of spoil everything Shayna was talking about and they could have another match. I mean, why not stretch yeah, yeah. it out? I wouldn't say that normally, but after that video and after getting more of their backstory, that, that's what makes wrestling great. It's like when you're watching a film, not that that's the same thing, but you like to, to kind of have some bio to it, to where, hey, there's a foundation here. Now I get it. Let, let's see more of it. Well, that, that I said that to myself in a sense of the, 
the video package, I was like, oh, this has laid this out perfectly. This is, you know, for, you know, um, and because, you know, I, I assumed, I said I said it before, the, them two teaming up in the tag team division and being tag team champions could be very much a dominating team. And I wanted to see them go on a bit of a longer run because the, the tag titles have been bopping around like hot potatoes for the last two, three months, yeah, four they, months. Yeah, they, they have. And as much as I like Chelsea and uh, Sonia, I was happy for them. But it, and I knew it probably is due to injuries to a lot of uh, different ways you can analyze it. But it's they have they they've switched those belts quite a bit to where I, I get they did that in the past and there's nothing wrong with it at times to get and I like seeing newer people have them but if if they're not establishing them enough with a team it's like well they there's kind of that side of the equation too I would like the Chelsea and Sonia you know reign to last a while now just to build up other teams and stuff like that. Cause we yeah, all... I, I would like to see. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going to agree with you. I would like to see those two carry the titles for at least a, a pretty good while. So, who was your pick? Sorry, was it Shayna for the MMA fight? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Shayna. But man, the way you laid that out, I almost wanted to go uh, Ronda, but I'm going to have to stick with Shayna. <laughs> Wouldn't it be interesting if they did? Uh, if Ronda was not going anywhere, because like I said, that would be like, haha. I was going to leave, but actually... Yeah, we'd be laughing at and I, yeah. I've got to take responsibility because we, we gravitate toward headlines, even even writing them. Uh, boy, if I can talk. Uh, but it's just... Uh, but it's true. They they could get the last word and laugh. <laughs> oh, Ron is saying, hey, screw you all. <laughs> <laughs> we were just kidding, you know. Uh, it's the Continental Championship match. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Obviously, a bit of a return match. Obviously, McIntyre had a bit of time off. Some family stuff going on, I believe. and But he's back now. Um, we know it's going to be a hard hitting, you know, Ricochet Logan Paul is going to be the, uh, the high flying one. This is going to be the, uh, unless they swap him around, that'd be hilarious when it's seeing the Drew and Gunther doing high flying stuff and then seeing Logan and Ricochet actually beat the snot out of each other. But this is going to be the, uh, that, that, that would, that would be something, but I, I feel like we would be uh, disappointed if that, the roles <laughs> got reversed. Gunther's on a major run. He's getting close like, to beating the honky tonk man's record as IC champion. Um, I know, and, and as as much as I like the honky tonk man, Gunther deserves it. But by goodness, the honky tonk man, I, I still got a lot of respect and love for him as the greatest intercontinental champion, baby. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> that was good. But no, Gunther, no, he he has been on a, a roll. Uh, I'm just having some fun there, and uh, so I'm glad to see that they're they're sticking with him because uh, man, he he's a proven commodity, anyways, and. I, this is what's tough for me as much as I like Drew coming back and, uh, you know, I've got nothing but mad respect and appreciation for Drew McIntyre. It's just, I don't see Gunther losing though. I think you got to keep it on him. I think so as well. I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you on that one. I think Gunther's going to, I think it's going to be, I think this could, has a potential to be like a, a five-star match, four-star match. It's going to be one of the matches of the evening that I'm looking forward to seeing. Definitely. Um, it's going to be hard hitting. I, I mean, I, I hope because uh, you know between the chops and and what Drew does, the the physicality uh, aspect of these two, it's got to be off the charts. Yeah. I, I think that's what everybody's going to expect. You're you're in a premium live event. You're in a stadium. Uh, it doesn't matter what country, what place in the world. These two are just going to have a slugfest. But there's going to be technical wrestling. There's going to be brawling. A little bit of everything for a certain fans. It's going to be one of the matches tonight, isn't it? Um... Oh, it is, yeah. I did think earlier that... I know we're way off it yet because we're talking about SummerSlam. But 
if Cody is going to face Roman at Mania. Let's assume he's going the classic route of um, Royal Rumble. Wouldn't it be funny, or a nice callback, that Cody starts the Rumble next year and Gunther comes out last? So we almost have a complete reverse of what happened last year. This year just gone Gunther, Yeah, Gunther and Cody repeating... Like I said, just reversing their roles. Uh, yeah, I, I would be down for it. I, I think, and I think Gunther and Cody is going to be a, a potential uh, feud down the road because I think Cody's high on Gunther. Gunther respects Cody, and I, I think they'd like to work together. So I could see those two potentially down the road being a nice feud. I mean, I don't know what's happening with the draft. Obviously, we do have the Ward Heavyweight Championship. Maybe uh, I almost wish we would do away with the draft, and I think I heard that because. What's the point? They're they're having to use everybody on both shows anyway. Well, uh, Dominic Mysterio made history, didn't he? He main evented Raw, main evented NXT when he won the North American Championship. I, I know. And then yeah. main evented SmackDown. So yeah, I don't think... Because Judgment Day, they, they, they run WWE, so I get why they, they're having... Because they're kind of doing what we see with a lot of factions. You you put the gold on them, that shows their dominance. And, and that's what they're doing with Dominic and a lot of the Judgment Day. You got yeah. Damian Priest with the, the money in the bank. Rhea Ripley's a world champion, so... Hey, maybe Finn, if he he does indeed. There, there's no tease from Damien about a turn or cashing in the money in the bank or a return. Finn, he may do it. If, like you're saying, Seth's <clears throat> doing all the movies. As much as I like Rollins and would like to see him carry it a little longer, Finn is deserving. So, and we'll get to that. But that that's that's something to think about. A lot of things actually to uh, think about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we both went with Gunther, didn't we, for the Intercontinental Championship match? So that's we've done that. Yeah, one, we so did. I, fine, yeah. I've got I, I'm uh, the in the in ring general, however you say it. Yeah, uh, general or something like that. I can't do. I can't do it as good as I, I can't Kaiser. do the accent either. The fancy uh, Austrian or German type dialect or whatever. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> the Ludwig Kaiser. I, I can barely. I can barely uh, perfect my English. So I can't <laughs> yeah, tell you. Um, come on, I was going to say now. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, WWE Women's Championship match. Um, well, I just was going to say about the draft quickly. Actually, before we move on to that, was. The draft has served its purpose now, hasn't it? It's created a new championship, which it needed. So in terms of the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, but we're seeing Rhea and everybody disappear to NXT. NXT, I don't mind so much. But when Raw and SmackDown are supposed to be separate, it is a bit annoying. So, but either yeah, have it or don't. You know? you're, you're already uh, defeating the, the point, the purpose of it, the premise uh you're supposed to present all of the brands that these stars have drafted to uh, or been called up to the main roster, but yet we're going to keep cross-pollinating uh, the brands. It's just uh, to where it doesn't make sense. Uh, and uh, you made the argument as well, Benny. I I just say it leaves a lot of people confused, but I think, too, the networks probably have a lot of say in WWE themselves. They, they want to see stars, so I get why Imperium got on Raw, why you got Roman still on SmackDown, certain you know, factors that are the moving parts there. But at the same time, it just leaves you in a conundrum where you're just left confused. Why is he over here all the time? Why? Unless you are like the undisputed tag team champions, then they, I can see it. There's loopholes yeah. and, and ways to do it, free agents. But yeah, I'm kind of just ready for, why do a draft? Maybe that's the the bigger question. Why, yeah, why yeah. do it? Like, like, I mean, do away with it. It was, it was purely I mean, to get a world heavyweight championship out of it, wasn't it? That's what it was, just keep it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that, yeah, to your point, I, I'm sorry. I meant to say, agree with you there. I just We got on the whole draft tension. It kind of brings back memories of episodes prior. I've started to go back. 
and go, yeah, yeah. They, they tried this back in 2002, and it was cool because you had like Eric Bischoff, Stephanie McMahon. The whole concept was good. But then even back then it got to, and it's hard to believe we're talking early 2000s as back then. It's kind of funny, but it's just, but to see that both the stars from SmackDown Raw just, okay, what are, what are they doing here? I, I know you're trying to create the element of surprise. They're not supposed to be here, but yet it's not like it's a rival company. They're rival brands. So they did it way too soon as well. They've not let yeah, it sink yeah, in. They, they, there was no patience at all. Yeah. I, I so. think there was another one later on where Randy just shows up on SmackDown for a match. And as much as I like Randy Orton, I'm like, why is he already here? Why is he showing up already? We've not even gave this thing enough time to breathe yet. And we're already seeing stars jumping back and forth. It would be good if we had actual GMs as well that were like the face of the running the show. Um, Because we just have Adam Pearce on both. That's one good thing about that. Yeah, that I like going back to using the examples of Bischoff and Stephanie McMahon or, or having like a Teddy Long or, you know, some of these people that are, I think, did very well and uh you know concerning their roles uh they you had them kind of being heels and some some of them baby faces or maybe tweeners in between and so no i I think that's what's missing too you got to have a strong personality to uh yeah to carry on to carry on you know the gm role nxt i look at nxt it was almost like for raw and smackdown they're free agents even though they're under the same umbrella i don't mind them testing the waters with maybe like an NXT person coming up or even a person going from Raw SmackDown to NXT. But Raw and SmackDown for me need to be separate is what I'm getting at. So, but yeah, I digress. Um, no, the, no <laughs> I, hey, wait, th- this could be for another uh, podcast, but uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, th- I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way. Doesn't always make, make us correct, but I, I think there there's a lot to be said that a draft is kind of, I think, kind of a wasted opportunity now. They, they've tried their best, but I, I think they've even realized, hey, to your point, it's a way to get the, another championship out of it, and then it served its purpose because there was already stars crossing over, I mean, yeah. to other programs before long. Word of the day, too, ladies and gents, if you're following along at home, conundrum is a great word. Uh, but let's move on to WWE Women's... <laughs> well, I, I had to think long and hard for that one. I, I need a dictionary, a source. <laughs> I can smell the smoke the from uh, all the way from the States, mate. I can smell it over here. Uh, WWE Women's Championship match. Oscar, we, we kind of talked about this off air, but we were like, yeah, it's going to be a triple threat, isn't it, going forward? Oscar, the champion defending against Charlotte Fair and Bianca Belair. Um, not a bad story. Um, quite predictable. Um, yeah. I haven't got much more to say about it other than my pick. I think, I think Oscar should retain, and that's my pick. So, I mean, I don't know if you want anything to add to it, mate, but um, obviously Bianca uh, Belair has been Oscar, brilliant in the ring. Yeah, uh, yeah, Asuka should retain, uh, but I, I want to see Bianca turn heel. I think I'm ready. Yeah, maybe so. And then... Because uh, I, th- I think the whole skipping along is getting tiresome, and, and she's she's due for a uh, character change. And I, I don't mean just completely overhaul it, but at least attitude-wise and... And if you go back to the promo some weeks ago between her and Charlotte about waiting in line or that Charlotte is the line, I liked uh, some of the exchanges that got better on the Grayson Waller effect. No, even I, I think I'm meaning that segment where Bianca showed a lot more uh, aggressive attitude. You know, it wasn't overly aggressive, but enough to where she stood her ground against Charlotte. And I like that. I, I want to see at least more of that tease, if nothing else. 
No, I'm I'm 100 with you on that. Um, I think yeah, I think Bianca Belair as a heel would be. Do you know what, mate? I think she'd be fire. To be honest, going forward, um, there was no. A, there was I a, mean, it w- it would be good. There's also been a. I don't know whether this links in with this, but Montez and Dawkins were seen with uh, Bobby Lashley a few weeks ago, and again in a limo and stuff like that. Um, I, all I could think of was like, maybe is this the new Hurt business or whatever? Um, well, that that that's been the rumor, I, but who knows? But either way, it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's a good way to reinvent them with Lashley and yeah, I think so. And the may, maybe Bianca involved. Maybe Bianca in there as well. I don't know. Um, yeah, ha- having a lady represented. I mean, it, it makes sense. It, it would, uh, you know, definitely. I think elevate the whole group because that that's mm-hmm. nothing but stars uh, with all the names and even the ones that return from the hurt business if they decide to go that route. Uh, that that's yet to be seen. But the what ifs are just. Uh, are fun to think about. Uh, I got Oscar too. Just to, on your point, I, I think she deserves to have the title a little longer. I don't want to see it as much as I, you know, Charlotte or Bianca could could beat her and take the title. Uh, I don't want to see that just yet. Uh, I think I want to see more out of Bianca and Charlotte out of this match and yeah. just see Oscar, you know, retain but have more of the story between Charlotte and Bianca. But just don't make it last too lengthy because after this or after a while. In other words, it'll it'll get tiresome too. But maybe this is the vehicle for Bianca to show out and, and show us more of her inner uh, villainous character or, or maybe a different sort of heel. It doesn't have to be yeah. necessarily, you know, evil. Not I don't mean that, but make it where it's got more attitude, like she'll take more shortcuts and, and be sneaky. Well yeah, longest reigning champion, all that kind of stuff. Also I gotta throw I yeah, got I gotta you, you, I, could, you can employ that. I gotta throw this into the into the mix though. Eo Shirai. Eo Sky, sorry, um, Miss Money in the Bank. Could we see a cashing attempt? We both pick Oscar well, to win the match, but you know, as you've already pointed out, you could quite so going forward. So this would be quite good because you've got the the Charlotte and the Bianca thing. Bianca turns heel or whatever, and they get them off and running. Maybe Eo does cash in and win, which then leads to Oscar and Eo for follow up. So you've got something going forward, you know, or. It would be it would be a good feud, I mean, because bo- both of them are, they they come from Japan. Their their styles would definitely, I think, have good chemistry, and uh, and the promos would be entertaining because, as we saw on SmackDown, uh, we've actually got somebody else who can understand what Asuka's talking about, with uh, being a you know somebody from Japan and EO Scott. So yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot about the the women's money in the bank cash in that that could make a lot of difference. Are you? A f- I, I think we've spoken about it before. I know one of my mates isn't a fan of the Money in the Bank concept. Are you a fan of the Money in the Bank concept? And the second question, as part of it, are you in favour for more somebody that holds it for to the point of so long that you've forgotten that they've got it, and then so when they do cash in, it's more of a surprise, or are you not, or is it just a surprise regardless? Uh, they, those are terrific questions. Uh... I think they're good surprises. I do kind of favor those who where you almost forget they have it. And then it, it, it depends. It, like use it for a SummerSlam or a premium live event, or or you could do a random Raw or SmackDown or even NXT, for example. Uh, but I think it's got to feel special. So that's why I may keep it for premium live events and uh, and and keep it few and far between. I, I think it's an attraction. 
Uh, so you keep it special and, and you can keep teasing them to where, Hey, they don't actually cash in. I, I don't mind that. Uh, I, but I see it. I, I kind of like it being longer. I, I'm, I'm for lengthier title runs and, and storylines at times. So I guess that's what I'm, I'm coming at the, or coming from with this, I should say. Yeah. But th- those are, those are great questions. Uh, I mean, w- what do you think? Um, what would be your response? I like the the concept of Money in the Bank. I miss it when it was at WrestleMania because it sort of set up the entire year. Um, I don't necessarily mind the pay-per-view now, um, but I do. There are elements. I liked it being on the WrestleMania card because it sort of featured maybe six or eight people uh, that could be the stars in the next 12 months. So I do miss and that. And that was... That was on your biggest show too, with respect to SummerSlam. I mean, exactly, that's WrestleMania. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the concept. I think you know, you. It's one of those because of the way it was been set up. Obviously, Edge sort of set the precedent for it. But you could do it. In no, such, he did. You can set up in somebody who you would think would never beat, say, a Brock Lesnar. Well, Daniel Bryan. I use an example. Daniel Bryan cashing on the Big Show. Yes, he was already unconscious or whatever. But Daniel Bryan. No offense to him, back then you wouldn't have seen Daniel Bryan necessarily beating Big Show, but by using the Money in the Bank pathway, it's elevated him. You know, it, unfortunately, in that particular run, it ended up on a bad. You know, Sheamus kicked him in the face within seconds at that WrestleMania that you know previous year and won it in seconds. But I think it's a good. Op- I think it's a good opportunity for somebody who you might not, and it's a good way of testing the wars with somebody if you're not sure about. You can put the case mm-hmm. on them see what the crowd reacts like. And if you think, oh, maybe they're not quite ready, you can then do the whole feud where they would put it on the line. Not that I'd ever put it on the line if I ever won it, but you know what I mean? So there's ways around it. Yeah, but, but, but there, yeah, there, there's a, variations of uh, ways creatively. No, I, I, I follow you. I, I, and to answer the, the other part of the question, I, I don't mind the concept. I, now, do I love it? Uh, it just depends. I guess it's according to how they use it. As to whether I, I actually it. whether I actually am going to love it or like it, but yeah. I, I think it is a neat concept. I liked it in the initial run. Obviously, we didn't know much about it when it first came out. Um, one of my favorite cashins of all time is uh, Dolph Ziggler cashing in the night after WrestleMania against um, and the way they did that little mini match as well with Alberto at the time. Uh, the way you did the reversal of the armbar and stuff. It was just it was just all good. I, I remember. So, I mean, it was classic. Yeah. I like it when it's and, more of a match rather than necessarily someone's unconscious and they just pin them. But, you know, that's the element of the money in the bank. So, yeah, that, that's also an, another factor. But I'm, I'm with you. I think I, I'd like to see more of a match uh, culminate. But, but the surprise is neat because, you know, that's uh, speaking of Ra- Ronda Rousey. Uh, well, Rousey would have worked there, but Liv Morgan back in Money in the Bank, I believe, last year. That was another surprise coincidence because she came out and, and then, you know, won the title. So it, it did provide us with cool moments like Big E coming out, beating. Uh, I believe it. Who who was the champion Lashley at the time? And yeah, when Big E came did it, out yeah. and yeah. cashed in, yeah. yeah. So you know, for, for for all of that, it's 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 pretty fascinating. But I, I'm I just concur. I, I'd like more of the matches better, honestly. Yeah, I, I like it when they do a bit of a longer thing. I don't necessarily like it when you did it the that first. Make it pay off a little more. I, I feel like that's kind of an yeah. easy way out. You know? I mean, like when I think I think Kane might have been the first person to ever cash in the same night he won it. That was cool because it never happened before, but now it's happened quite a lot, um, so it's less special. So you know, it, I don't know. It just would have been. I, I, I like the concept. I think we need to find new ways. 
there's been a few blunders with it over the years, but uh, main notably for me for the Money in the Bank was when Seth won it, but then Dean Ambrose stole the case. But then, then on the next comment after was by one of his J and J security people or Kane or whatever was going on at the time, said, "Don't worry about Money in the Bank. You are Miss Money in the Bank. He can't cash that in." And I'm like, this is such a shame because. I'm not saying you necessarily have to do this, but I've always thought, I've probably said this on the podcast before, so I apologise to anybody that listens regularly enough to hear this story again, but let's say Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, stole it, took the took the contract out and signed it himself, so it had his name on it, like maybe like cross Seth's out and put his name on it. Then he Seth ends up with it back. Then Seth cashed in. Then it actually turns out that it was Dean Ambrose's name on the contract inside. So that null and voids it, and then it's like, well, actually, that do you know what I mean? It would have been more of a interesting storyline that way than just, oh, don't worry. It about would have it. kind of made it more meaningful. I, I no, I, I think that's that's kind of what I'm I'm getting yeah. from uh, your response. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope that that's correct. Uh, yeah, it it's just a case to that, me that D- it, Dean stole it, and then it was like, oh, don't worry about it. You're still money in the bank. Yeah, but I thought the person who possessed the briefcase was, you know. So it kind of wrote it off immediately <laughs> when actually they could have had yeah. more of a match about it or something like that, you know, rather than him just kind of, kind of takes the, uh, the uh, special intrigue out of it when, uh, Oh, here, let me steal it. Now I'm the money in the bank. Well, no, not technically. I mean, you didn't beat him for it. I mean, it could have just, I mean, gone it's, differently. Just, it's just common sense really, but, but I get it. I, I hate to use the word Barry, but I guess in a way you kind of do if, if the, it's so easy for him to steal it. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand uh, the logic, but <laughs> anyway. to me, uh, yeah, but, but no, that's a great topic. That's actually, it would be a good podcast topic. Oh, well, there man. you go. Um, World Heavyweight Championship match, Seth Rollins, champion defending against Finn Balor, seven years in the making this. I find myself more and more in the corner of Finn. Um, I will say quickly before I get to you, Tyler, that on Raw, it looked like Damian Priest was going to cash in. Finn hesitated to throw the briefcase, but ultimately did, but it ended up backfiring anyway, so it didn't happen. Um, I would like, you've already said it, Finn's deserving. Um, not that Seth isn't, but the seven year in the making is quite good. Do, I don't know, I. it seems to be looking in, maybe we're, we might see a cash in on Saturday, possibly, or at least a tease again. I mean, what are your thoughts on this obviously, you know, Finn, form, you know, first ever Universal Champion got injured. You know, is this Seth Rollins' last match before he disappears for a little bit? I don't know, but I mean, what are your thoughts? You know, a large part of me wants to go with Seth for the match. Uh, but Finn has just, man, he, he kind of needs a big moment. Uh, not just a moment, but the match, a, a championship and as much as I want to go Seth Rollins, and you get you got to factor in Damian Priest and the Money in the Bank briefcase, I, I kind of want Finn to win it. And maybe I'm contradicting my own prediction. If I did on another podcast, I apologize. But I, now the more I, I think about it, I, I feel like, man, you know, Finn Balor would, would make a great champion too. I hate that you take it away or take it off of Seth so early. But if he's doing other things, then why not? Because he can always come back and win it back. Yeah. But yeah, give give Finn the opportunity and, and maybe tease Damien cashing in. But I think to me, going to the point where we were talking, uh, make the money in the bank briefcase kind of be lengthier to where it means more 
So maybe not have Damian yeah. Priest uh, even even turn on him just yet, even if you're going to go that route. Uh, let Finn win the match. I think I'm going to go with uh, change my pick originally and go with Balor. Okay, cool. I I I I think Seth is probably going to retain. Maybe there's a Money in the Bank issue in this, which then could lead to you know a bit more of a dissension between Finn and Damian. Um, but I want to say Finn as well because the story they've told, um, you know, we had we, it all leads back to about a month or so ago when Finn tried to make that promo to Seth, but the crowd just shat on it and was just singing Seth's song, which we both talked about at the time. Um, yeah, we did. But that video package they did, again, we talked about video package earlier, but the video package they did for Finn on Raw leading into their match they had um, was really good. And the fact that, you know, he laughed in his face and all that kind of stuff. I find myself, I, I like Seth and I, he's, he's brilliant in the ring. He's one of the best. But Finn, but it actually made you feel empathy for Finn. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred um, percent. So I can't, I think, I think it's one of those moments, Tyler, where my head goes, I think Seth's going to retain, but I really want Finn to win. So that's what I'm going with. I'm going to go with the, what I want to happen. Now, does Finn win it? And Damien cashes in and then makes his title reign even shorter than his universal one all those years ago. There's a good callback there. I, I, I just don't know, but it's going to be interesting. I think this is, again, we talked about matches of the night. This has the potential to be one of the sh- uh, show stealers. Yeah, the possibilities are there. Uh, they're, they're present, uh, whether it's Damien Priest cashing in or or Seth retaining or, or Finn uh, becoming the new champion. I Regardless, I'll be happy with it because it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm with you. As much as I think Seth may win it, I, I'm leaning more toward Finn. That's why I chose him. I just think he's he's due. Yeah. Um, there you go. Then I think we both went Finn, didn't we? Um, but I don't I think both of us are yeah. very much like whatever happens, we are just going to be interested in what goes on moving forward and whether the Damien Finn comes to a head or whatever. Um, I think that's the main takeaway. As long as we're interested afterwards, what ha- no matter what happens, that that's the big takeaway. A hundred percent. Talking about video packages, they showed a great video package for Cody versus Brock. Um, I don't feel this past week on Raw the the beatdown from Brock was necessary on Cody, the F five and stuff like that, because I think the shoulder bump because we've already had that. The shoulder bump that Brock and Cody did to each other as if to say I'm not backing down to both men would have been enough for me. Um, but the the video package they play to advertise the um, the match at SummerSlam and the song they use. Now, the song they used is uh, uh, called Daylight by David Kushner, which is uh, David K-U-S-H-E. N-E-R, and the song's called Daylight. And if you haven't heard it, it's a great song. So I want to check it out. Yeah, I, I, I think heard you, it, I think I, genuinely I think it. you would like it, Tyler. By the way, I genuinely think if you haven't seen the video package, um, but it was really good. I mean, I mean, my, I, well, don't we? Have to, I don't know what more we can say about the Cody Brock feud. To be totally honest with no, you, no, because I, I, I feel like Cody's got to win. I mean, I like Brock. I like both these guys. I just, uh, the segment didn't bother me as much. I mean, I get why you didn't want crazy about the, the beat down. Uh, I, I think it makes you wonder if there's not a stipulation added, but they, they didn't really add it. They, they still got time, but you would have thought they would have 
advertised that there would be a stipulation. Uh, but I just think it's going to be another good match between Brock and Cody, but it's evened up at one apiece. So to me, it just makes sense for Cody to win. For him to overcome, if he slays the beast, I mean, how much more elevated can you get Cody on this return? He's already taken on Roman. He And if he, you know, he can beat Brock... And, and do what he says he's going to do in, in that Provo and bear, you know, he wants to embarrass him in a, in a sense. It's that's why I think I'm going to have to go with Cody. A part of me wanted to say Brock, cause it's we're 50, 50 anyways, but I, I think Cody's got to win. I think you're right. Again, if we let's assume going forward that it's going to be Cody and Roman, Cody had Roman beat a mania. You could argue that solo got involved. There was a Samoan spike to the throat, et cetera, et cetera. And also, because at the moment, Brock, well, maybe Brock could go after the World Heavyweight Championship if he wanted to, but he can't get another shot at Roman while at all for the title because until Roman's not champion, he can't get another shot at that title until Roman's not the champion anymore. So I would hope that Cody's going to win this Saturday and then it plays into a good future possibility. Maybe Brock is not around for a little bit and then maybe even till the night after Mania. That's a long time, I know. But imagine what the crowd would be like when, uh, you know, Cody's on Raw the next night with that championship. Um, and then Brock comes out, you know, whether it's to shake his hand or to re- reunite the feud, I don't know. But, you know, Cody would have done something that Brock wouldn't have in, in, in terms of the last match they had in terms of Brock and Roman. You know, obviously Roman beat Brock, didn't he? So... It could be interesting. Yeah, and, and at last year's SummerSlam, the, the, yeah. where he could not, you know, face him again. Yeah, so, but even to the point of, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be all that way. It could be the next night on Raw when Brock just comes out and shakes Cody's hand. And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe... Actually, admit, you know, hey, you got me. Yeah, and almost like, you know, you are, you know, you got to, or maybe even Brock, that is the word, now finish your story. Not on the microphone, just says it loud enough so the cameras to pick it up and the crowd hears it. You know, I don't know. So there's options, but I don't think there's much more we can say about the feud, to be honest. Uh, the video package no, there, was brilliant. There, there's not a whole lot, because I, I think, uh, you know, unless it's a swerve, and that, I mean, it could still go down, I, I think Cody's going to win. I don't think we need another Brock-Cody match after this, so I'd like to see Cody win. No, um, as and, much as I'd like to win at Backlash and, and their previous one uh, at Night of Champions, and I'm sure we'll enjoy this one. I, I think the trilogy needs to do it for, a, you know, and they need to move on. I mean, there is that angle where you could, because we've still got a long time before Mania. That Cody oh, yeah, made... you could go back to it. I, I don't mean not revisit it Oh, no, all, no, no. I was gonna take, a, take a break. Yeah. I was going to suggest that maybe Cody does lose, and then Cody has to really pick himself up now in order to get back there. And then that would also, and then maybe have Brock and Cody not touch base at all until, assumingly, Cody is champion. And then Brock reappears and like, well, I beat you before. So, yeah. you know, so there's so many options you could go down the line. Yeah, there, there the is. Story, I so. mean, when you, you start to unravel it, uh, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, various ideas to yeah, uh, go about it. Ultimately, I think we're both yeah. in agreement. Cody to win. Yeah, Cody Rhodes for sure. But yeah, to see, you know, if Brock does win, like you were saying, and it, it makes the road for Cody uh, even harder, more difficult to yeah. get back to Roman because you still got Brock in your way even down the line. Uh, you know, that, that's not a bad way to go, though. I, I would be for, you know, both ways. Uh, there, there's really not right or wrong uh, with the situation. Yeah. Cool. 
I mean, have you seen the? Uh, I watched it today, but have you seen the Cody Rhodes documentary they released? No, I still need to watch it. I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's not it. bad. I've, it's uh, not bad, to be fair. Uh, again, talking about WWE doing video packages and the documentaries and stuff, they did it. I think they did a really good job with it. Um, so let me know what you think, obviously. Uh, if you haven't watched it, ladies and gents, give it a look. Um, oh, I will. Uh, right before we get to the last bit, let's just uh, quickly say you can follow the show at In the Corner WWE on Twitter. You can follow Tyler on uh, Twitter as well, obviously, at Dustin Tyler86, I believe. And you yes, can sure. follow myself at Benny Mac B Triple M Y M A C K on Twitter and the show, obviously, like I was already mentioned. Um, and follow the network, obviously, at SJP World Media. Main event time. Co- uh, I only called you Cody then, Tyler. Um, I, I know what what happened. Wait a minute. You Wait, are, we you, got to talking about Cody. You are no my wonder. American. You are you are my American nightmare. I think that's what it is. Um, so, <laughs> is that a compliment or? <laughs> I, a, I take a it. Take take it slide. as you want. I think Mr. Side Power yeah. calls me the British Nightmare. So, you know, I took it as a compliment. The it British probably isn't. Nightmare. Are we the Allied Powers now? The yeah, there you go. The Davy Bull Smith experiment? Okay. <laughs> um, Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Jey Uso and it's tribal combat. But it's not just about the Universal Championship, is it? It's about potentially the... No, it, uh, it's deeper. It's deeper than yeah. that. It's about the who would be the head of the table, who would be the tribal chief after the fact. Um Mate, I'm going to go with you first. What are you, what are you thinking? I mean, we love the blood. I know it's been a bit stale. Not stale, but it's been in a building period, isn't it? But what are your thoughts on this yeah, match? Yes. Uh, you know, as much as I, I love the uh, the real-life drama behind the scenes, you know, at least in storyline, uh, between both Jey Uso and Roman Reigns and all of the bloodline, uh, and I think it'll be... a a great match where it looks as though Jay is going to win. Uh, Roman Reigns has to retain. I think the way they're, they're pushing him uh, and we're going to have a, a WrestleMania match that could be Cody versus Roman or whoever else. I see Roman walking out, even if it's due to interference with solo or, or Heyman getting involved, or even if Jay has help, uh, he still is able to uh, overcome uh, when me- talking about Roman. So, uh, you know, but there, it, it, there's so much depth, like you're saying, it's so much more than just the, uh, the championship here. Uh, we don't know if we're <clears throat> part of me. I'm losing my voice all of a sudden, but, uh, Rikishi or the rock, then there's just a lot of elements to it. And, uh, that's, uh, I, I, you know, who, who will be the tribal chief? There's a, there's a lot of questions that are still need to be answered. And I, I just think I, I like the story within the story uh, to make a long story short. And, and thank God I got my voice recovered. I, maybe I shouldn't have picked uh, Roman. Maybe James is like, I'm putting a curse on him. You know, <laughs> I, but th- there you go. Uh, I mean, this is a good spot for, in a sense, for Roman to drop the title but in a sense of that I don't think anybody expects him to lose, if that makes sense. Um, I think whatever. I think this is going to... I think, to be honest, looking at this SummerSlam card, I think the, 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 you know, the sort of top end of it, the, the you know, World Heavyweight Championship, uh, the women's match, uh, even Ricochet Logan Paul, even though we know what, what type of match is kind of going to be like. Like, near enough, every match on this card is like... Not to miss it is what I'm getting at, but... The bloodline story has been good. The um, lately, it's been a bit like, come on, get on with it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it needs a little get up and go. I realize not every segment, but that that's kind of how I felt with the promo for the rules of engagement. It it, it was not as good. I uh, and there's been other 
other instances that have uh, have shown that. Even, I mean, ha- listen. Even as uh, great as the Bloodline saga has been, there, there's always going to be some moments where it's a little less settler. Let's face it; that that's with anything. And but you 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 still like to see a little bit of uh, excitement. Uh, that that emotion which we're getting that that's what invests us and uh, we're getting that within the family with the bloodlines so I mean, what a no, moment I'm if, with if, if if Jay does win what a moment after everything that's happened over the last three and a half years oh my years. gosh yeah after the manipulation from Roma and the abuse physically and mentally and then what happened to Jimmy and who knows if Jimmy's coming out to align himself with Jay and, or if he's going to turn or who who might show up and come out to help either uh, Jay or Roman, uh, who knows? Cause with the way they booked it, the stipulation of tribal combat and actually mentioning the elders again of, of the family. And, you know, th- this is just su- such a unique concept, but uh, we, we know it's going to kind of have a, a street fight mentality. Yeah, I think Jay's so. Like, I think you're right. I'm going to beat you with the table. It doesn't matter. The chair, the lady's uh, shoe or whatever he called it and, uh, <laughs> with that promo. So it, and even though that that wasn't the greatest, uh, you know, promo work neither of them have had lately, it's it still you could kind of tell where they may be going with it, uh, at least a tease. So yeah, uh, it, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm wondering if there is. Yeah, I, go on. No, go ahead. I was just say I was wondering if there's going to be a return in this, but you mentioned the elders, and I just got my brain ticking over. Maybe Roman does retain. But the elders appear at the top of the ramp and take the strip him from being head of the, the tribal chief. Maybe they yeah, award they it to Jay, so you could still end up with Jay being the tribal chief just without the title. Um, so maybe and Roman's still the champion. Yeah, so you know there is that obviously that opportunity. Yeah, I there. mean uh, that would be fascinating to have uh, his own dad come out or Rikishi join him and go, "Hey, you're stripped. You're not. The, you know, you've treated the tribal the, yeah, chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah." So again, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll, we, I know we already talked about it at the top of the show, kind of. But um, what are you thinking about possibly Rock getting involved? Not getting involved, but at least making an appearance at SummerSlam, whether it be this match or somewhere else. I assume if he is going to be there, it would be this. But I, mean, I, I would, I mean, he could make it anywhere in the car. But to me, it makes it's lo- like a lot of people and probably everywhere. It's more logical here with having actual cousins and family involvement. Uh, and it's been the dream match everybody wants. So you, you wonder, I mean, this is a, a another golden opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to get our hopes up because it may not yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, but still, it's fun to think about. I, think I, I, I'll stick to what I said earlier. As much as I'd love to see The Rock, and if he is there, great. Um, but ultimately, is he, I feel like if we are going to have a return, it quite possibly could be Bray. And then possibly Randy Orton, one or the t- or both. I don't know, but one no, or the I, other. I think what Bray's appealing to is you think back to that Roman had, and I think we've stated this plenty of times where he destroyed uh, Bray when he was the Fiend at SummerSlam during the pandemic era. So it's been three years to the the last SummerSlam when uh, Roman started. It's a good know, show. Again, his about. ascent and the Tribal Chief. So you could play back their story there. I mean, show. I didn't think of that. Now, Bron, now Bron Strowman. I know he's been injured. Does he come back? I mean, that's somebody else. That well, there's somebody I else forget. that is not necessarily yeah. on the list of people who are expecting returns. But yeah, yeah. 
I mean, there, there's at least history there now. Whether it needs to play on the, during the pay, the uh, I, I still want to call them pay per views. I know they're called premium yeah. live events, PLEs, but I still yeah. to me it's a pay per view. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Cool, man. Well, I think we uh, I think we both ended up with Roman there. I think. Yeah, Roman. I, I've got him retaining. Yeah. Oh, I almost I, no. I'm going to stick with Roman. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Jay does win, amazing. But I, I like the idea no, of possibly. I'll, I'll be happy for Jay. I yeah. mean, no question. But I, I just don't see him uh, getting past Roman. I like the possibility of maybe Roman does retain, but then the elders come out and are like, "You're no longer our tribal chief" because of the way. And then maybe you know, Solo gets involved, maybe, and you know, do you know what I mean? So Roman, although Roman is the long one of the longest reigning champions at the minute, he has, you know, not all the time. Jay but... gets some sort of revenge. Yeah, and also Roman's also had a lot of people help him stay there in terms of the Usos and Solo. So um, uh, I don't know whether Paul Heyman's ever got involved but or maybe even been a distraction, but my point is there's been people helping is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so. he's had to have people helping, which, you know, uh, but to be a, a great hill, I mean, you, you see it. You're going to take shortcuts. You're going to rely on people. So, uh, I mean, uh, but no, that's a good point. Tyler, it's always great to catch up and talk to you. It's been a few. It's been a few. Um, just let yeah, us... it's been a few, but but I'm I'm glad that we got a chance to discuss SummerSlam and talk about Lucky Charms and life and beer and lager doesn't have to be all, always and... wrestling related. It it we tied it in. <laughs> we landed the plane and brought it back home. So yeah, we covered a lot on this show actually, from traveling to Lucky yeah, Charms we, we, to lager yeah, to wrestling. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> to SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, we we were able to make it a a supersized edition of uh, SummerSlam because you, who would have thought Lucky Charms would have played? But our excuse is Sheamus is part of the card. I think so. He's, <laughs> I think even he's though it's made in he lives here now. I mean, it's it could work. The Lucky Charms ladder match. Uh, Tyler, where can we I find? Mean, you? Hey, uh, you, yeah, you can find me at, at Dustin Tyler 86, like Benny mentioned, uh, wrestlebuddy.com, uh, of course. And, uh, I'm, you know, join Benny when I can and, uh, on in the corner on SJP world media network and, and check out all those shows. My goodness. Uh, that, that, uh, Benny does and so many others, a part of that network, SJP world media network. And, uh, that that pretty much has it, man. I, I mean, there's just uh, there's a lot going on, but I'm I'm happy with it. But it's always good to hit the reset button every now and then. But I, I am definitely thankful to have the opportunities. No, it's always good challenge you, and I will say, watch this space for. I won't give it away, but some possibly some more Tyler coming very soon. We'll leave it at that. Uh, some of the other shows you Uh-oh. can follow on SJP World Media away from the pages back when um, Chain Wrestling. There's Gameplay Junkies with myself and Jack. There's the WCW Nitro Knights are still going strong. The Doctor Who pod. Uh, the Waiting Room has taken a bit of a backseat in a minute, but it will be back. The Nothing Show has made a few episodes back. Uh, Murder in Mind podcast. Uh, Safe Play Sessions, a new show. A mental health uh, show, which I've not yet checked out, but um, I think it's a bloody great idea. Uh, but you can follow I think it's fantastic. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you can follow myself at Benny Mac, B-Y-M-A-C-K. Follow this show, more importantly, uh, at in the corner WWE on Twitter and follow the network at SJP World Media. Tyler, I will see you again very soon. Yes, sir. I, I will see you soon. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.